0: Announcing our new Substack newsletter, Volume 1, Number 1. Click on the link below the episode to sign up. The first one will be sent out at 8:45 on March 22, 2024. Enjoy. Paul Rosenblum is a bookkeeper, not an accountant or a CPA. Although the information in this podcast comes from professionals, it's meant to give you enough knowledge about these subjects to have a meaningful dialogue with your tax preparer about bookkeeping and taxes. I have spoken about the 1099 situation in episode 21, but now there are some updates that have recently come out. Welcome to this episode of about 1099-NECs and 1099-Ks and the third-party payment applications. I'm Paul Rosen. To review, 1099-NEC forms have been filed by companies who pay their vendors for goods and services, although it's more focused on services. If your company pays a particular vendor $600 or more a year Except if you pay them by credit card. The other exception is if you pay a lawyer, even if it's less than $600, your company is required to create and file a 1099 NEC for them. There are e-filing services that you or your bookkeeper can sign up for that will extract the information from QuickBooks Desktop or QuickBooks Online and file every 1099 automatically and very quickly in most cases. If you want names of companies, drop me an email and I'll give you the one that I use, but this year I will have a backup service not decided on yet, just in case it goes down like it did last year on January 29. The IRS announced two years ago that they're changing the rules with 1099s. They have had to put it off until Let's see. Now, before I start looking at the stats of this podcast series, I can see that the majority of you are listening to these episodes on a mobile device. If you are driving, since this episode is a little bit technical, I don't want to hear that you were getting into an accident on the road because of this episode. So I will speak a little slower, and I will invite you to listen to this episode when you get home when you can give it your 100% undivided attention. If you are jogging, you might want to stop for a few minutes so that you don't trip when you're listening to this. I'm just kidding, you can keep on jogging. So, starting on January 1st, 2024, third party payment companies such as Venmo, PayPal, the Cash App, Apple Pay, Google Pay, Square and Stripe, among others, will be creating 1099-K forms and sending them to each recipient of annual payments from particular people or companies of $5,000 or more, as well as sending these 1099-K forms to the IRS. Just like I and other bookkeepers do in January of every year, with the 1099 NECs. So this practice will actually start on January 1, 2025, for the 2024 tax year, not for the 2023 tax year that starts on January first, twenty 2024. So for now, nothing changes for this current tax year as I am recording this, the tax year of 2023. The third parties will start tracking payments as of January 1, 2024. As of January 1, 2025, if the third party apps are sending 1099 Ks with the $5,000 threshold, then your company and bookkeepers like me will still be responsible to send 1099 NEC forms to anyone. Individuals or LLCs, but not corporations, from $600 to $4,999.99. So the programming in the accounting software has to be updated to reflect that sometime in 2024. The questions that are still out there are, how are the third-party apps going to be able to tell the difference between you paying for a service for your business which is tax-deductible and taxable revenue for the recipient, from you being with a friend and splitting a meal at a restaurant. Or if you are on vacation with a friend or another couple and split the cost of parasailing or a tour bus, which would not be tax-deductible for you or 1099-able for the recipient. Another question is, How is Venmo or PayPal going to enforce the personal Venmo only for personal non-tax deductible use and the Venmo for business, which is supposed to be used just for business expenses? And how is PayPal going to differentiate between their friends and family platform versus PayPal for business platform? We don't yet have any solid answers that I have come up with or that I've read anywhere. If you have a yard sale and sell pieces of furniture for $5,000 and someone pays you with Venmo, how are they going to know that the quote sale doesn't go on a 1099k form because it's not income taxable for you? This is not going to be fun. In January of 2025, unless they find a way of dealing with these problems. It is expected, at least as of now, that there will be many mistakes made. So get ready to go through your 1099 Ks that you will receive in January of 2025 to make sure that they are not sending you a higher figure on the 1099 K than they should. You don't want to overpay taxes. For the tax year of 2025, the threshold will go back down to $600 so that the third-party apps will then be creating 1099K forms for every annual amount that your company or you pay someone else that is $600 or more down from the $5,000 so that the IRS's plan is to take Mostly, the 1099 situation out of my hands by the beginning of 2026. Yay! But I'm at the age that I can't think that far ahead. It has been estimated that the IRS is losing billions of dollars every year because people aren't declaring the Venmo, PayPal, or Cash App income on their tax return. There are some people in Congress who are trying to stop this from happening altogether, but I probably wouldn't count on that. So stay tuned. We'll find out. Next episode, QuickBooks Desktop. Is it really the beginning of the end? As other podcasts have been discussing, you'll get my take on it next time. It's tax season. Adrenaline is flowing. Less sleep at night. Talking faster. Keeping it short with clients, my head is starting to spin, ready for vacation already. I'm Paul Rosenberg.